0: are locked on tar heels your daily podcast on the unc tar heels part of the locked on podcast network your team every day park the sound at your favorite tar heel voice welcome to locked on tar heels as always it's a great day to be a tar heel i'm your host candace cooper thank you so much for joining me today do yourself a favor make sure you download subscribe to the podcast from anywhere you can also join the fun via twitter by following at locked on heels or me personally at candace d Cooper. So here's what I have on tap for your day. We've got to recap Carolina versus Wake Forest. Big game for the Tar Heels. Let's talk Caleb loves 20 points and the guards stepping up tonight. More importantly, the bigs doing their job. It was one of the first complete games that we've seen from Carolina all season. Finally starting to feel like Carolina is finding their way, and we're going to discuss what can they still improve on as they prepare for NC State come Saturday. Now, happy Wednesday. I hope you've had a great day, great evening. All of it's gone well. There's a lot of change, energy shifts happening on this January 20th. You know the vibes, right? Well, let's talk about Carolina and Wake Now, last season, I had mentioned yesterday that the teams split a pair of games, each winning on its home court. Uh, Wake Forest dominated the Heels when they played in Winston-Salem, and when Carolina came back, they decided that on senior night, they were not going to take that loss lightly and certainly came and battled back. Now, the all-time series for the Carolina Tar Heels and Wake Forest Demon Deacons was led by Carolina. 162 to 67 before tonight, including 78 and 18 in Chapel Hill. Well, thankfully, it is now 163 to 67 and 79 to 18 as Carolina takes the big win at home 80 to 73. That Carolina has now won seven straight against the Demon Deacons and are 24 and 5 all time in the Smith Center. Carolina has won in, has won 1 in a row of the last 8 overall. So all those good stats throwing out tongue twisters and tides, we can finally say Roy Williams is 19 and 7 against Wake Forest, 17 and 6 while he's been at Carolina. 162 wins against Wake Forest are the most by Carolina against any opponent and it's now again 173. So let's talk about tonight's game, right? It was back and forth in the beginning. We all, I was all about team under. I assumed Carolina's offense was going to be like normal. Their first half, they only scored, made field goal percentage was 38%. It was rough. <laughs> it was not a good sight. Wake Forest was feeling confident. As we know, they were looking for their first ACC win on the year. But lo and behold, would it be our guards deciding that they were tired of us talking junk about them, right? And mainly it's me. Me, I'm people talking junk about the guards. Caleb Love scored a season high 20 points on tonight's matchup. And leave out don't leave out RJ Davis, who put up a solid thirteen. So thirty-three points is a long way from the five that we saw the past couple of games, the ten that we the sixteen and two that we saw on the other night. It's just Finally seeing a shift from that guard play, the backcourt doing their thing. And we talked about our previous matchup against Florida State and how our bigs weren't able to really get into the game. And we saw a shift, right? Armando Baycott was nowhere to be found against the Seminoles, but tonight he added 18 points as North Carolina defeated Wake Forest, right? So, Okay. We're getting a complete game. We're on the brink of it. I think Carolina's finally starting to get it. Are they? Let's let's further discuss. Right? Carolina improved to nine and five on the season, four and three in the ACC, while Wake Forest fell three and six on the year, zero oh, and six in the ACC. Really a tough go because Carolina. I mean, Wake Forest had them right where they wanted them. They just weren't able to finish. And that's something that we talk about Carolina all the time is finishing games. We saw with the the Florida State game, we were hoping that Carolina could just stay in it long enough. but so many mental mistakes and errors. It really was – like watching a mirror, a deja vu of what happened to us in Tallahassee, what happened to Wake Forest in this game here, right? Going over some scores, you know, Armando Baycott, again, I mentioned, had 18, Garrison Brooks with 10, Leaky Black with eight, Caleb Love with 20, Kerwin Walton with seven, Andrew Playteg with four, and RJ Davis with 13. I will say, though, I'm going to talk about Kerwin a little bit, right? He's normally my guy that I go to for threes. He's only one of four on the night. And I'm telling you what, if you can't figure it out soon, I'm going to have to give him a haircut. (laughs) Because I let that hair ride when you were draining threes from left to right. But if you're not going to be draining threes like you're supposed to, I don't know, big dog. We might have to go ahead and pull you and take you to a barbershop and let you ride that way, okay? (laughs) Because I'm going to need you to be a little more solid. But when we talk about three-pointers, Carolina was... Three for nine on the night, right? And that's cool (laughs) if you're trying to be a decent team. But we're trying to be a solid, can't touch us, right, team. And that's just not where we're at. But we're getting better. So I'm going to go for the positive parts of the night. Now, when it came to in the paint scoring, Carolina outscored Wake Forest 36 to 20. When it came to second chance points, though, Wake Forest Battle back and had 18 to Carolina's nine. And the fast break opportunities, Carolina finally said, you know what, we're going to capitalize off turnovers. It was 17 to seven from Carolina to Wake Forest. And listen, your bench, our rotations are starting to get stronger. We're looking a lot deeper, 17 to eight for Carolina in favor of the guys figuring out that, hey, just because I'm not starting doesn't mean I can't contribute in a positive way. And I'm so glad that we're seeing that from the Tar Heels. I think the one group that I would say, okay, come on back. Angie Playtech scored zero points in this game. And while normally I am harping on the fact that Andrew's just that guy, my go-to for making shots, he made no threes. Dayron Sharp. I'm normally like all team Dayron, but he just seemed all over the place. He wasn't, didn't have his best game. Tried to do a lot of things. Tried to score a monster dunk at one point, but got. I think he was way too far away from the rim for to ex- properly execute that, and it was a little bit frustrating. Like why? Because soon as he was flustered and messed up, Wake Forest came right on back and scored an easy two points. I'm hoping that he can still learn his footing and kind of cut those mental mistakes and cut those freshman errors that we're seeing from him. But overall, great from Carolina. Again, first half 38%, second half 54%. They finally decided to look like the Tar Heels. I'm hoping that we can get that 50% number for the entire game. But, hey, we'll take baby steps as we get them, right? There's that. Now, Hopefully, as they rest for the night, they prepare for a big matchup on Saturday, they are packed with Built Bar, right? The best tasting protein bar ever. They're going to need all the strength that they can get. And if you're like me, right, you're on this health conscious journey. You're trying to make sure that the guys are staying right and fit because, listen, it's all about being a strong minded, health conscious person. So you got to grab Built Bar with 18 amazing flavors, 100% covered in chocolate. It's even more delicious. You'll enjoy Built Bar because it's low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber and great for the keto diet. You got to go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. 2020 is thankfully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get podcasts. So Carolina and Wake Forest, a game where we're just trying to figure out who Carolina is, right? Can they finally put a staple on a game? And I certainly think that this was the first game where Carolina proved itself of old, right? We've seen strong guard play. That's a staple of our program. Carolina's finally deciding that they are going to capitalize on that and be that group that we all talk about, right? They are going to be the group that decides... They're no longer going to listen to doubters, and we're going to finally execute the things that we pride ourselves on, right? But looking statistically, Carolina, 46% from uh, field goal percentage, while Wake had 39. Carolina was outscored from a three-point percentage, however, with 38% from Wake and 33% from the Heels. And I would attribute all that to Isaiah Musius who gave us the business, the works, whatever you want to call it, all night. He was draining threes like it was his job, along with Davian Williamson and and Jalen Johnson. They were doing their thing. They were not letting up. They were trying to creep back into the game. 13 of 34 on the night. It just seemed like everything that – Isaiah was touching, was turning into three-point gold. And Carolina, at one point, was always responding with twos as as Wake was shooting threes. And it was great that Carolina had a big enough lead to where it didn't matter. But it's just something to keep in mind as we go throughout the season is we got to respond with the same kind of energy. And by energy, I mean threes as our opponents do, right? From a free throw percentage, Carolina has 70%. Two Wake Forest is 82. Our rebounding, we got... We out-rebounded the Demon Deacons, but only two rebounds. We had 38 to 36. You saw a lot in the first half how they were preventing De'Ron from grabbing any of the boards, preventing us from any second chance opportunities, because they know that we capitalized. Demon Deacons are very aware that that is Carolina's strength. So, to be out-rebounded in the first half, 20 to 17, it made you scratch your head like, okay... We say we're about this life, but are we really? Are we proving ourselves worthy of the title that we give one of the best offensive rebounding teams in the country? It was a little shaky. Oh, very much so dicey in the beginning. But Carolina certainly picked it back up when it came to turnovers. I always say, strong analytics here. When you have less turnovers than your opponents, you usually win the game. Shocker, I know. But, hey, there it is. Carolina had 12 turnovers, two Wake Forest's 20. And, you know, we've been there. We've been down that 20 road. So we can understand and empathize with the Demon Deacons and struggling to – really secure the ball, but thankfully Carolina did it on the night and they did it in a big way, and like I said before, capitalizing – off of Wake Forest's mistakes, which was essential to being great for the heels and continuing to see that improvement. Now, when it came to scoring leaders, Caleb Love, again, I mentioned held down the fort with 20 points. It's been a while since we've had a player go to that 20 range. We had Garrison Brooks do it once already, but once again, we're looking for it (laughs) every game, especially from our guards. It always helps. We had Armando Bacot with 18 points, RJ Davis with 13, and rounding out the group, Garrison Brooks with 10. I'm pleased with that group, right? I'm pleased with the effort and the attempts and all of that good stuff. I'm just hoping that we continue to see the improvement from our guards, but we also continue to see our strong defensive efforts from Leaky Black and Company. We saw how he shut down. A lot of Demon Deacon's opportunities were taken away. Caleb Love certainly picked a lot of pockets. We had 12 steals on the night. Carolina just seemed to really bounce back and finally have not only just do well, but have fun with it. A lot of times we're feeling like we have to just stay in games and we don't want to blow it. It seemed like the first night where Carolina was actually trying to get it together. They were actually, you know, being confident in their play and not allowing themselves to just be so, you know, mentally wrapped up in not making a mistake, but more so dominating and being who they are. So, that was a pleasant surprise for me. I know certainly that something we haven't seen from the Tar Heels often this year. I think that, you know, when it's all said and done, the guys are going to have to keep this high-level energy because they're going to come up against opponents who want to dominate them like everybody does, right? It's Carolina basketball, of course. But if you really hone into who you are and what you know and what you do – It'll just come with ease. It'll become second nature. It'll become muscle memory. And that's what Carolina is still very much working on. Hearing the press conference, Caleb Love was talking about how he now does meditation. He's getting hyped up from his teammates, telling himself, you know, telling and having others tell him to not stop shooting. You know, it'll come. You'll find your rhythm and health. Seven for 12. It's not a bad night. So I think Caleb just his first breakout game easily first time you really saw why he got recruited to Carolina, because I will admit, from looking from last year, I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna keep it a whole way honest, I kind of attribute Caleb, Caleb's energy to Christian Keeling, right? We, we have all this hype. Christian's gonna be this guy who is a wingman who can score, make everything go in, just everything he touches makes it rain, all that good stuff. And then he came to Carolina and it was like, what did we grad transfer him for? Because it's not what we were expecting. It was not the most ideal situation, not what we signed up for, <laughs> essentially. A little frustrating, ain't gonna lie to you. So for Caleb to come in, it kind of at first felt as if Okay, we have a man who on paper is supposed to have all this talent, but he's not delivering for us. He's in his head. He's over emotional. Sometimes, you know, he makes silly mistakes and he still does that. <laughs> he pretty much runs up the floor sometimes at full speed without any sort of direction. So he got to tame that a bit. But this was the first game where I was like, okay. I see why we recruited him. I see why we need him on our team. I see why he might get freshman of the league right after RJ, right? Very much deservedly so. Because when you put up 20 points and lead the squad, when you put up 20 points as a guard at Carolina, you're starting to say, hey, don't sleep on me. I'm feeling that energy right there. I appreciate Caleb for not letting the haters get to him, not letting the doubters get to him. I stayed on him. It's always going to be all love, though. But I stayed on him to ensure that he elevates his game. And that's really, I'm not going to take credit for it. No, by no means. But I'm also just saying, hey, if me getting on you allows for you to go off for 20 points every night, I'll be that girl for you. (laughs) <laughs> I will absolutely be the person who sticks on the guards because I need improvement. I will say I'm you know I'm a little disappointed in the fact that we didn't have, you know, again, my guy Andrew PlayTech going off for any, but that leaves room for us to keep getting better. Armando Garrison, right? Dayron. Gotta go, gotta go harder. I think they did great. But, man, wouldn't it be nice if Dayron went off for, you know, 15. Garrison went off for 15. Armando went off for 20. Leaky Black went off for, you know, let's say 12. Caleb went off for 25. RJ went off for 25. Ooh-wee. Talk about a good night. Everything you touch is gold. So, still have room to have that complete game. Hopefully we'll see it from the guys as they progress. A lot of talk, Armando feels like they're not even 20% where they could be. We're not even ready. We're not even where we want to be yet, which is I don't like the hunger. I appreciate the vibes. (laughs) I'm hoping that he feels that way and carries that with the rest of his teammates as well. So we're going to keep up the hype for these guys and make sure we get ready for Saturday because it's a big one coming. (laughs) Carolina versus NC State on Saturday should all things go right because you know NC State's got some issues right now with that COVID protocol but should we be playing come Saturday I feel like you have the opportunity to bet big on this squad they're going to do big things indeed so go to that one place that I trust and that one place that I have you covered and that's betonline.ag if you sign up today I will ensure that I help you out. You can hit me up at Candice Cooper, and I will give you my insights on how I get things done, right? Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag. Use that promo code locked on and get your 50% welcome bonus. So don't just sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on. Get your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure you download, subscribe to Locked On Tar Heels podcast from anywhere you listen to podcasts available on all major platforms. Appreciate reviews, five stars, all of that good stuff. As we wrap up today's show, three things I want to say that we learned from the win against the Demon Deacons, eighty to seventy-three, Carolina. I wouldn't say it's back, but Carolina is on its way. That's number one, right? Carolina is finally on its way. Carolina's guard play, number two, has improved in ways where you can start to feel confident in Caleb Love and RJ Davis's game. I think with the way that they are playing and their confidence that they're having in themselves will definitely resonate and be magnetic towards their, um, excuse me, teammates. Brain fart there, right? I think they are able to facilitate, they're able to make If you can make your teammates look better, it's a great night for you. If you don't see it from your teammates and you can still score and capitalize, great night for the team, right? I think Caleb and RJ are getting closer and closer, and it's kind of scary if they finally kind of get everything in rhythm and Andrew Playtex of the world have good nights, right? Walker Kessler, uh, Pub Johnson, Anthony Harris have good nights, right? I think we have the opportunity to be a very good team team. I won't give us all, I won't go crazy now and say we're going to be NCAA champions, but I do see good things coming for the Tar Heels. And my final thing, number three. First time we've seen a complete game from guards and bigs, but now we've got to get those wings together. <laughs> those wings, Lee Black, Andrew Playtech, Puff Johnson, but I know Puff didn't get much playing time today, but I do believe that our wings they got to get hot. And when they get hot and everything comes together, I'm ch- I'm just trying to convince y'all over and over that we're scary. This is going to be a great team. I love now that Garrison does not have to put the weight of the world on his shoulders. It seems that he's not. Focusing so much on that and just trying to play his game. I'm glad that everyone's recognizing they can share the love. And by share the love, I mean score. (laughs) I'm so glad. I did take the under. It was a mistake of mine. I didn't believe in my team. Never happened again. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Fool me once, shame on you always, okay? I will never not believe in my guys ever again. But I will say, though, overall, pleased with the win. Pleased with the Tar Heels effort. Pleased with the fact that Carolina is really just trying to stay in games, whether things go left. They don't let it go left for too long. Whether they're leading, they try their best to keep the lead. But even when uh, their, their opponent comes back and fights and claws their way, Carolina doesn't let it get out of hand. So that's what I saw from tonight. I'm hoping I continue to see that more. I think the ACC tournament is going to be fun because it's anybody's game. We saw Clemson get taken down handedly by Georgia Tech tonight. You know, we've seen some other teams come up short. And, again, we've seen the Wake Forest team who's right there on the cusp of winning their first ACC matchup. I feel bad for the person that they do it for, right? Like I feel like everyone's ready to win On any given night in the ACC, to me, it's possible. We saw FSU dominate NC State one night, play with us real close and tight. The next night, you just never know. It's anybody's game here. So execute now, figure it out now, because come tournament time, you're going to have Syracuse and a Buddy Beheim shooting at the gym, right? You're going to have those opportunities to. Be great and put up 20-point-plus nights, Caleb Love. Like, you have to make sure that you do it now so it's muscle memory. So we're not even thinking about what will happen in future because we already know Carolina's going to step up. Cool? Cool. Well, I'll see you guys tomorrow. I look forward to chatting, rehashing some way Forest games some more and preview what we got going on against NC State. I'm excited for a chance yet again to do a crossover episode with locked on wolf pack excited to talk hoops excited to talk football i know you guys remember host of On college football mondays so be sure to check out that out because i'm really excited for the next episode as i recap everybody's season on that front so all, all is well here i hope all is well for you it's been a great day once again and yeah that's all i got for you so take care wear your mask, stay safe. You know, you know the drill, right? And as always, go Heels. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.